What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? What's happening? I hope everybody has had a great day. If you didn't have a great day, the least you settled for was a good day. Most importantly, you had a blessed day on this beautiful Easter Sunday, this beautiful Resurrection Sunday. Um, hope you all got to enjoy your day. Um, I know you can't really be around family. Hope you got to talk to them via Skype or Zoom or whatever it may be um, and got to enjoy your meal. This episode definitely dropped a little late today. Um, But it's still here nonetheless, so I hope you all enjoy this episode of Saints and Sinners, episode 2, featuring Dane. Um, Enjoy. Let's get started, though. Alright, we're live. We're recording. Let's do this. Um, I don't like like doing this on camera because... My bad, I'm too close. Because I'm normally... uh, I'm off... I'm an off-the-script person, so um, for those of you that listen to this podcast later, we are recording this on Instagram Live as well, so for me to be on camera, it's a little different. However, we we just going to get it done. Why is my camera not as bright? Come on. I'm high yellow. Y'all got to show me. Come on. Give me my complexion. There we go. You got shame. You got shame. Yeah, y'all acting out. Like, give me my complexion. Look, and I got the, the yellow do-rag on because it's, it's the Lord's Day, some Easter colors in here. Got the rest okay, of the right past those. All right. Okay. Come through, right? Um, but let's get into it. Let's get into it. I think my first question was, um, what would you say your your I mean, for those of you that don't know, I don't think it's anybody mm-hmm. here, but where did your, your faith come from? Um, so we talked about it a little bit before. Like my faith started as like a little eggy. So, <laughs> yeah, eggy. Um my mom was told that she would never be able to have children after she miscarried um so through prayer and through faith and everything I was here so my faith started as a seed literally and I just I grew up in the church of I've had I've had moments where I strayed away and my dad's really my dad's been the main one that changed his life around mm-hmm. for the better um and I get like a lot of my faith in a lot of history from him. So I would say yeah, my faith started when I was was from, a baby. from the beginning, huh? Right, from the very beginning. I definitely understand. I was definitely um <laughs> raised you know, raised in the church. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I gotta text message. Um mm-hmm. was definitely like raised in the church, brought up in the church home. Um, we was in church every Sunday if we was at my grandparents' house, so it was definitely a a thing for us. Um, but I wasn't always completely there. Like, right. it took for me to get older and to kind of understand like the blessings that was on my life. Right. Um, for me to be like, okay, so yeah, I I I have my faith in, in God. I know the things He's brought me through, the things He's brought me to, the positions He's lined up for me. Right. Um. And that's what kind of built my faith from there. Um, I've definitely had faith in God from the beginning, but it, it's definitely built over time. Um, right. I know I asked it earlier, I'll exit now, but I'll answer it first. Um, if if there's ever been a time where I lacked faith, because we've all done it, I've, all of us have done it, um, I've experienced it myself. Like I said, uh, 2017, I was homeless. So to go from being homeless to... Um, and I was homeless, like, living out of my car, homeless, like, middle of the summer, like, sleeping in the car, like, it's 90 degrees outside, 101 degrees outside, and I'm 
sleeping in the car praying that I can get some airflow. Um, to turn around and like a year later, almost a year later, to actually be moving into my own actual home, my own actual house to have my own, uh, for my daughter to be comfortable and things like that. Um, it was definitely some points where I lacked faith in life and was like, God, I thought you said you had me. I thought, you know what I mean? I thought you were watching over me. Um, is this is this your plans for me? Um, and, and nonetheless, he still pulled through. He still showed me what his actual plans were. Um, but it was definitely some times where, you know, I've literally only had the faith of a mustard seed and it still pulled through. And I realized, like, sometimes all you need is faith. Don't try to go out and do things on your own accord or try to force God's hand. It's like, he will provide. He will make a way for you. Um, have you had, you know, any moments like that where you kind of, like, lacked faith? I mean, we've all had it, so. Right. I would definitely say yes. Um, when my grandfather passed away, that was definitely a moment where I was just like, okay, why? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's one of the moments where you're like, he was the first person I ever lost that was close to me. Like, the person I was used to seeing, like, every week and going to see. And it was just like, okay, well, he's not here anymore. And it's weird. Like, at one point, I would go into my grandma's house and I would just sit there. I didn't even want to go inside. And I would be like, God, why? Like, why Why is this? Or when I lost my basketball career, that was one of the moments where I was like, God, what do you have? Like, why Why is this happening? What is What is your plan? Why, why is this happening to me? Why out of everybody in the world is it me? And then the scripture actually came to my head where it was like, God's never going to put you in a situation that you cannot handle. Right. So you have an option to sit here and you trust him, or you can push and try to push your way through and not listen to him and have things backfire on you when you could have just stayed still right. and waited. So okay. I would say that was, that was my point. I mean, like I said, we've all had those had those moments where we kind of lacked faith or, um, you know, our faith wavered a little bit. We we only had the faith of a mustard seed. But nonetheless, it, it still showed through. I think, um, as I was saying before, like, especially at this time, at this day and age, with this uh, pandemic, with the coronavirus going around and people getting sick left and right, and it's like, well, we're stuck in the house now. Right. They're saying we may be stuck in the house to the summer, and everybody's just right. like, "Like, what do we do, guy? Like, how do we? Right. You know what I mean? How do we get through this?" And it's, right. it just goes to show, like, we still have to have faith because I, I still have faith. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. necessarily stressed about it. Like, I'm heeding the concerns on it, but it's still like, I'm still putting my faith in the person who's never failed me thus far, and I exactly. don't think he has any intentions on failing me. Like, I think that right. this exactly. is all for a real reason. So, I think it's a, it's a major thing. Have you? Next question. My my apologies. <laughs> have you ever felt like, um, or felt or been told? Because I've, I'll share my stories. Um, that there's a, a calling on your life in regards to the church or like in general. Of course, like my um my dad and my my grandma. Ever since I was a baby. My grandma will just look at me randomly at times and be like, you're going to be something great. Mm-hmm. Like, you you have a calling on your life. You have you have a gift that whether you decide to touch into that gift or not, that's on you. And my dad, he does it as well. He'll, you have a calling on your life. God 
has anointed you to to do something great. Now, what it is, you might not know yet, mm-hmm. but you definitely have an anointing and calling on your life. Right. And it, it's been multiple times where I felt it. Like, you know, like how you, you sometimes you feel like, okay, I'm born to do this. Like, right. like this is what they meant. This is what yeah. everybody's talking about. This is what I meant to do. But then that, that plan fell apart and it was like, okay, well, now it's time to reroute Right. And really find what my calling is. So I, I've, from a baby, been had my grandma, my mom, everybody just been like, you have a anointing, you're, you're called to do something. Right. I've definitely had the experience, not since a child. Um, like I said, as I got older, I got a little more deep into my faith and a little more close with God and even felt myself that it was like a little more that I, sh- that I, should and could be doing as far as um drawing people you know closer to God, helping people build relationships if i if I can um be a steward or a shepherd of the word and, and share it with some people and you know help get some souls saved and you know then so be it um but later on in life is kind of when it progressed to being like, yo, there's a calling on your life, and it was weird because I was I was standing, I think the first time I experienced it, I mean, I've, I've experienced it myself at first, and it was kind of like, yo, I just kind of feel like I need to be, um, you know, pushing and, and and doing stuff more church-related. And granted, you know, my wife brought me closer, my ex-wife brought me closer to the church and put brought me into the church. Um, but when I had moved and was staying in Jersey, I was going to uh, Little Rock Baptist Church. It's in Camden. Shout out to Little Rock. Um... And there was a pastor there. It's funny because he might have been the only other light-skinned person in this church. A lot of you not. And he's from Philly. So when I met him, I was like, I know this guy. Like, he looks familiar. Like, But it's a Philly thing. And then later on the line, I realized like we kind of knew the same people. And when I got there, I kind of I didn't lie about my intentions. My intentions was to, you know, become... Did the screen freeze? What's... Okay, we're back. We're back. I'm back. You're back. Okay, we froze. What's the last thing you heard me say? <laughs> I can't hear you. You can hear me? Did you get a phone call? Yeah? We're going to exit this and come back. <laughs> and so the... uh. For those of you on the podcast, the live just froze because somebody got a phone call, which I said happened earlier when we were trying to record it, but whatever. Let's do this again. We're back. And then she calls me. Why would you call me? Why are you? Why would you call me? Yes. Don't say anything crazy because the podcast was recording. Don't say anything crazy. Did you get a phone call? Is that what happened? No. I don't know what happened. Anyway, we can just finish this right here then because... It is what it is. Um, for me, it was definitely... What's the last thing you heard me say? I was over here going on and on. Whatever. We were just going to keep going. So for me, yeah. it was... Um, like I said, he was the only last person in church. And I wasn't, like, scared or frantic or even hiding my intentions. My intentions were to, you know, get close with the pastor because I felt the connection with him. Um, and then they had a youth Sunday. That was the first time. They had a youth Sunday. And... 
I made a deal with one of the the singers, one of the choir singers. And she's like, oh, do you want to read the scripture and prayer for you Sunday? And I was like, mm, I'll tell you what, I'll do it if you guys sing a certain song. Because it's a certain song, you know, I just like it in church. Right. So they sung us, they, she was like, all right, deal. I made the deal. And you Sunday came up. And I'm nervous because now I got to stand in the pulpit. I got to, right. not only do I got, I got to read this, mm-hmm. read my, my uh, passage of choice, but I also have to um, pray. Now, right. granted, I I can pray. I'll pray and be fine. But it was different this time. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, what? Like, mind you, you're on the pulpit, so the light is on you. Like, you're right. there. So I get up there. I kind of get a little comfortable, and I'm like, this is weird. Why do I feel comfortable? I don't feel nervous. Like, you know, I prayed for the peace just to pass all understanding and everything. So the net came, I was like, oh, okay. This is weird. I'm okay being up here. Right. I greeted the people. I, I read the sermon. All right, cool. So I sat back down, and then it was time to pray. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in the seat not realizing that they calling me back up to pray. And I'm like, hmm. So I get back up and I go to pray. And after I pray, I could I could feel the, the Holy Spirit moving in me. And I could right. feel the the congregation being moved. And I'm like, right. okay, this is this is different. There's there's right. something. And so I'm I'm talking to him, I'm talking to the pastor, and we're talking, and he says something about um he hints at something. He says something like um, well, you know, I want to kind of install you to be a walking deacon and eventually be a deacon. I'm like, you know, that's fine with me. Like, I understand that, you know, there's essentially a calling on my life. Okay. So then it was, I think it was the, the, the Sunday before Christmas that year. And people who know me know me. I will, I get dressed. Um, to me, getting dressed isn't throwing on a Gucci belt and some true religion okay. jeans. For me, getting dressed is a nice jacket, a nice button up. Uh, a bow tie, whatever it may be, but and occasionally I'll throw on something crazy, but it's who I am. I'm a person that wears velvet do rags all day, so it's who I am. So I have this jacket. See, this is why we need to be on live. So I have this jacket. I'm gonna show you this jacket. I have this suit jacket. See, this is why we need to be alive. The people would have been like, what? You <laughs> should take a picture of it. You have to take a picture in it and then post it so everybody can understand what you mean. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'll take a picture of this. Um, no, in it. Like, so you got to put it on. So I throw that on with some black pants. And no, mind you, we're speaking at church and the speaking is on. Um, upcoming, like, men's thing. So I get up. And I told the pastor earlier that week, I said, listen, when you see me on Sunday, don't don't judge me. He said, no, not at all. So I get there. Everybody sees me. I'm like, oh, I like your jacket. I like your jacket. Like, it's cute. Cool. We're good. We're good. We're making it. So they called me up to speak because we got to speak about the men's retreat coming up. Mm-hmm. So I get up. But this time, I'm just at the podium next to the pulpit. And before I go to speak, he goes, hold on. I'm like... Yes. 
He's like, you knew you were speaking today, right? I'm like, yes. He's like, and you chose to wear that jacket, right? I'm like, yes. He's like, okay, just carry on, go ahead. So I get through my reading and everything. I pray, I pray out. And he stands up and he goes, you know what? If you're going to read and pray like that, you can wear whatever you want when you come up to the pulpit. <laughs> and I was just like, well, okay. And everybody's like, now, mind you, a lot of people thought I was like his brother. I thought we were related because, like I said, we were the only two light-skinned people there. But we weren't. Like, it was just real close. And I told him, like, you know, my intentions were to make you one of my closest friends and like as a mentor and everything. Right. So then he says something again, and he was like, something, something, deacon. Right? And then he says, and later on down the line, you know, pastor, if you want to. And I'm like... Whoa, don't just speak those... You can't just speak those kind of things over people's lives. Like, right. if you had a conversation with God about me and he's telling you something, I need you to share right. that. Like, share that with mm-hmm. me. Tell me what this conversation was so I can know. Like, don't blindside right. me like, oh, you mm-hmm. may have... A, and I'm like, you got. You can't just... Like, that's not something you can do. So he, like, laughs, chuckles it off, whatever. So then, from, so then when I had left Jersey and was back over here and wasn't going anymore, I'm like, there's still kind of a calling on my life. Right. From then, I kind of started doing, like, like, I would just, I would read, I would pray. Um, mm-hmm. Now, granted, I'm not a biblical scholar, but I would still even do, like, you know, you can do group chats. So, I would do group chats right. with people, but it would literally just be Bible study group chats. Like, mm-hmm. here's what we're reading. We can meet in the chat to talk about it. And right. almost everybody in America has the freaking Bible app on their phone, so... Mm-hmm. We can all add each other on the app and go through and do Bible studies that way. Like, right. I'm going to do what what I feel like I'm called to do no right. matter what. And for me, right. it was like, I feel like that all kind of changed for me after I sat and had a, like an intimate moment with myself and with God. And even with the prayer, I'm kind of was like, in my prayer, I felt, I, I said that I fully submit myself to you to, no matter what right. to do your will. And from that day forth, I kind of been walking in whatever he's called me to do. Right. Like, and there's times where interactions will come up and I'm like, I can't do this. Right. And it can be my closest of friends. And I'm like, I can't. Right. I know for a fact my spirit is telling me That's I can I do this. I can't go to this event. I can't, like, right. I just can't. And it's been, right. it's it's led me thus far and it's gotten me real far. So it's just like, this is fun. This is great. Mm-hmm. It's a blessing to have discernment and wisdom right. bestowed upon you from God so it's just like like it's amazing and mm-hmm. maybe one maybe one day the calling on my life will be to be a pastor right now I don't feel like that I feel like I'm fine mm-hmm. doing the little ministries I do where I you know I speak to people I may mm-hmm. I pray for people when they ask me to pray for them like I know you've seen the meme and it's like uh, this is how black people pray for you and the end quotes it was like I'm gonna pray for you like that's how for me it's weird because like I feel like that's never been it's probably was when I was younger I think for me but these days if someone says pray for me and I'm putting this out there right now if you ask me to pray for you anyone I don't care who you are whether it's through text message Facebook Instagram whatever expect a voice message to come back because you're getting it's getting followed up with a voice message of a prayer like you're getting an actual Mm -hmm. prayer I'm not oh I'll pray for you you're in my prayer no you're getting a prayer. It's coming. So right. don't be shocked when you get a message or some type of prayer 
with you in it. Like it's right. happening. So that's just right. that's been my calling thus thus far. Um, I don't know where God is taking me and what His plans are, but I know He's not going to steer me wrong. So mm-hmm. that's where I see this going. Um, right. I have another question. I can't remember what it was. Extra you about your faith. Extra you about the calling in your life. Extra you about did I ask you about anything else? Or did I just had two questions and I went on into a tangent. It might have just been me talking a lot, huh? Um, no, you did. No, actually about your faith, where your faith started. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about... Um, here's here's a topic that came up the other day with, with my siblings. Um, mm-hmm. And this was an off-the-record topic. It wasn't nothing crazy, but it was, the, it was, yeah. it was church-related. And they were talking about um, the the pastor, the first lady, and how um, in some churches, like the, I apologize ahead of time, right? If this offends anybody or if it touches a nerve with you. If it touches a nerve with you, honestly, I do not apologize because maybe it means you need to get right with God. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, so you know, there's churches where, like, pastors are just doing whatever to an extent, and I, and you, let me finish. They're doing whatever to an extent, um, and maybe the congregation isn't behind them or isn't growing. Can you hear that in my background? Barely, but yes. I know they can probably hear it on the podcast. You gotta love Philly. It's the dirt bikes. The dirt bikes are out, guys. It's okay. Um, but and then they like it's kind of like relying, or they expect the the first lady to go out and do the the relationship building and and getting new new members and things of that nature. And the pastor is just like, oh, I'm just here to preach, or I'm just here to do one thing. And as the first lady, you should be doing this, or should be fine with whatever I'm doing because I'm the pastor. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I honestly feel like the church is a family. So it shouldn't just specifically be one person doing one thing. If we're a family, then everybody should be doing everything. And for the second fact is everybody has something different that they bring to the table. So yeah, like the first lady could be the most creative and she could reach people but the the pastor or whoever it is the deacons whoever it is they all have different traits and different characteristics and different talents that can all help for the greater good so i feel like one person shouldn't specifically be tasked with one subject i feel like everybody should have their specialties but also everybody should work together because that's what this whole thing is about, is about working together and to glorify God. So. Absolutely. I agree completely. I feel like it's definitely a, a group thing. I think I just don't agree when it comes to things like, oh, I'm just, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm the pastor. This is what I do. Right. Or right. like expecting the first lady to, to do something or whoever it may be, not just the first lady, expecting someone in your congregation or trying to enforce them to do something that they're not comfortable right. with. Or right. maybe out of their comfort zone because right. because you don't want to do it or you don't feel like you should have to do it. 
Like this right. isn't a game of like pass the buck. It's like yo, mm-hmm. as the leadership, you can get this done. Right. And that t- if you need to delegate, so be it. Delegate. Right. Like, don't. I was taught to lead from from the head, not the tail. Like you don't exactly. sit back and go do this, do this, do this, do that. Right. And like you said, everything starts with the head. So yeah. you can't. Expect you, you can't for expect it. it, and that's the way my my great grandfather was. It was like I'm never gonna have you do something that I wouldn't do myself. That you haven't right. seen me do myself, actually. Right. Like exactly. He didn't make us cut the grass until he showed us how to cut the grass. He didn't make us right. do certain things until he showed us the way it needed to be done, the proper way right. it can be done, and that it's something you can do as a as a human being. Like right. Um, exactly. Or at least it. They feel like this is something that you could be called to do. Ease you into it, not just throw everything at you at once. Like you said, lead by example. Show me. And then gradually start giving me more responsibilities with it. Right. But don't just toss me into something that I'm not comfortable with. Make me comfortable. Ease me in so that I have the confidence to know that I can do this by myself. I know I can lead the choir because I've been shown I, I see the example that this person is set for me so now I can go and do it but if you just throw me up on a choir stand and just like sing it out that ain't it chief. <laughs> like, that ain't it that ain't, that's not how it go no not at all not one bit alright so I think that's about 25 minutes almost 30 minutes mm-hmm. I think we're good on the half of Saints. <laughs> on the Saints half of this episode. Um, so I'm going to close this out on this end. We're going to come back in and we're going to get to the, the quote-unquote center side. And the center side is literally just the side of regular conversation, right. um, everyday life, and things that aren't as, sometimes aren't as biblical or aren't as right. referenced biblically. Right. Let's see. So what you what you're not gonna do off what you're not gonna what you're not gonna do off rip is come at my Twizzlers. That's what we're not gonna do. They're the best candy in the world. And if anybody disagrees, they can bite a bullet. Bite a bullet. How about that? Anyway, they're disgusting. They're just like Swedish fish nasty. What? Did you say Swedish fish are nasty? Swedish fish are nasty. What is wrong with you? Yes. Who raised you? They're so gross. No, that's disrespectful. Anyway. She, she's so a smart woman. Nasty. She's a very smart woman. No. She is. She is, but not with them Swedish fish. No. Twizzlers, Ew. fishies, best things. Um, Incorrect. I still some Starburst in there, then we can talk about it. Starburst. All right. What's top five candies? Let's, let's just jump into this now. <laughs> not not no. chocolates. Candies. Like candy. <laughs> like fruit. Not, chocolate and candy are two different categories, okay. in my opinion. Twix is a chocolate. It's a chocolate. It's a chocolate. No. It's a chocolate. It's a chocolate. Um, okay. So you got what three. Else, what else am I throwing in there? 
let's see, I got two. Let's see, let's see, what else? What else am I throwing in there? Um, do, 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 do. I'm gonna have to throw Tic Tacs in there, the rainbow Tic Tacs. I'm gonna have to toss those. The orange in there Tic Tacs. The yeah. orange, the orange ones are good. I don't know about the rainbow ones. Uh, because that's my favorite color. So. Anyway. That's my favorite color. So it's we are. Right but that's cool. Right. Don't roll your eyes. Don't worry. All right. Anyway, you got it for me. But it's okay. Let's talk about that later. Anyway, that's it. Um, my, go ahead. Go ahead. That's then, it. Oh, I got one more. You got one more. I got one more. I forgot it though. Uh, I'm not to say sour patch kids, but not really because they stick to my teeth and I don't like that. But see, that's yeah, your problem with can- that's your problem with candies is they stick to your teeth. They, that's that's what happens. It's candy. Yeah. Top five candies. Right, my top five candies. I don't care what anybody else likes. Excuse me, top five candies, hands down, in no particular order either, guys. Twizzlers, sweetest fish, gushers. Oh, okay, I agree. Right, gushers. Um, Twizzlers, sweetest fish, gushers. Um. Oh, Starburst. Starburst jelly beans is everything. I don't care what nobody say. So that's four. Twizzlers, Swedish Fish, Gushers, Starburst. Starburst jelly beans. Um, number five would definitely have to be... Um, I'm going to go with Frunas. And if you never had Frunas, I feel bad for you. Because you're missing out. But if you ain't never go to the corner store and get a pack of fruit knives, you're slipping. And I'm gonna give we're gonna give an honorary mention to some Scooby snacks because who don't eat Scooby snacks? Hands down. All right. So I agree. I agree. Completely agree with snacks. Somebody asked me, "Am I up?" You can see my live. If you can see my live, I'm up. <laughs> um. So let's talk about. Damn it! I just had it on tip of my damn tongue. Fuck. Um. Yes, I cuss over here, guys. It's it's we're sinners. It's okay. Sinners cuss. Saints cuss too. Saints cuss too. In case you guys didn't know, the Saints cuss too. Um. Tidy on y'all selective sinner. <laughs> let's. Oh, let's talk about because. You know a little bit about it. Obviously, a lot of people are at home and stuck at home with their children. They they are stuck at home with their children, and a lot of them are realizing the the wear and tear. It's not easy. First and foremost, it's not easy. That that yeah, that they're realizing that it's not easy. They're realizing how important that kid being at school for eight hours a day, if not longer, um, is. Um. I don't know if you, I don't, actually don't know if you can talk about this because it involves your work. So you probably can't talk about it, actually. Um, I can a little bit. I can a little bit. All right, so we're, so I had a friend the other day, well, like a week ago or so, telling me that they felt as though they were a bad parent because um, their kids got into some stuff at home, got into, like, their liquor cabinet and started messing with their liquor and they just felt like they were being a bad parent, and in my, and I was just like, you. That is not a reason to call yourself a bad parent, because your kids had a, a off day where they got into some stuff. 
there are literally legit 100% neglectful parents who are just like completely whatever I do whatever in front of my kids I do it with my kids right next to me like um have anything you want to share on that I mean I'm not gonna you know what I'm gonna say because we've had this talk so um for those that don't know, I basically work for the Law Guardian Office. I investigate cases of child abuse and child neglect um, in Middlesex County. Um, there's a difference between things happening that you are completely unaware of and you intentionally putting your child at harm. So, Can you say that one more time so they can hear you? There's a, a complete difference between unintentionally your child doing something themselves than you intentionally putting your child at harm. It's a completely different circumstances. I have certain cases that it's just an accident. It's just an accident, which is fine. It's just an accident. Mm-hmm. But then I have other cases where it's just makes you think the worst of humankind. Um, so if that happens, then that that's okay, but that's a learning experience for the child. So I would say, I'm trying to think of, like, things that I can share that's not, like, breaking the confidentiality. Thing. All right, no, if you, listen, if you feel like you're going to, don't. Yeah, no. No, no, no. So I have some cases where there's, things that are locked up and there's things that are that are put in places where the children can't get them and children are children and they will find things that's what kids do anyway right that's what they do they just just child especially your home right your home the kids are home all day they're getting bored they're getting restless and they don't know what to do with themselves right right so they're gonna go and they're gonna find things to attempt to to entertain themselves and it might not necessarily be a thing that they are supposed to get into and again that's not the parents fault if they get into it however if you're if you intentionally leave something out and you're 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 like on a substance and your child is there and your child gets to that same substance that you're on. Now that's a different story. Mm-hmm. That's a completely different story. Yeah, so just so you all can basically yeah. get the gist of it. Whatever's going on with you at home right now, because you may be tired, because your kids are there all day, you got to cook all three, four meals, right. give them every snack in between, right. you ain't putting them down for a nap. You are not a neglectful parent if you happen to get tired and your kids get into stuff. There are real life people who are have complete have no care or regard for their children, and it's unfortunate. But right. stop! You can't beat yourself up. Stop right. beating yourself up out here. Um, right. it, it, it's gonna come. It's gonna come through. Right. The, the sun is gonna shine again. I promise. Um, the kids will be back to school. Or it is, it they're is. not they're going, going, going back, back to school, school but gonna... it'll be. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> They'll be allowed outside soon, right. so just their summer break got extended right. this year, or whatever it may be. Like it's gonna be okay. Um, 
since we're... I would also say to that, though, to mm-hmm. try to find something that'll stimulate them mentally. Just don't have them on the electronics, right? Right, right. So, they're on electronics all day. And eventually, they're going to get bored because school's on electronics, everything. They want right. to play video games that's on the TV, that's on the game system. Try to, even like today, do a puzzle, Go do a, a book you, or something, yeah. right? Do like a fake Easter egg hunt, right? Like, like I like think it's dope because it's my sister, she has the potential to go stir crazy. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm happy because she's finally, her and my nephew started putting her garden together. So now, like it's something to get them out the house, right. but they're not out in the streets. They're in the yard. Um, right. they're in the garden. Oh, he, somebody asked what age group of, can you see that? Yeah, I would say any age group, to be honest. Right, teenagers right. too. Teenagers are going to get bored too. Let's be real. Like, you grab a puzzle, grab a board game. Um, if you don't got the... Or make your own. Right, right, right. I was about to say, if you don't got the means, one of my close friends, my godson, his mom actually went on, Pin, whatever one, Pinterest, one of them websites. Um, found the different ways to make like shoots and ladders, but it's like a 3D version. Like right. there's stuff out there that you right. can make for these kids, um, for them to enjoy. Right. Whether you print out some construction pages, some coloring pages, something right. for them to do that will keep right. their attention. Um, one of my homies just told me if you type in a book name on YouTube, depending on how old your kids are, if you type in a book name, it will read them the book. Whatever yeah. the book is, there are people that read the books. On YouTube, right. which is pretty cool because YouTube can take you down some wormholes. Um, for those right. of you who like ASMR, I don't like you. You disgust me. You shout out. <laughs> we were just talking about this. I just wanted to put that out there. ASMR is disgusting. It's trifling. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they'll read the book to your head on YouTube. Um, I want y'all to know we record in both. <laughs> Yo, that probably is fun. I'm not going to lie. Yo, so... I'm recording, we recording on Instagram Live and we recording for the podcast. Somebody just said they've been getting high and playing Scrabble. That's probably lit and I'm probably going to try that tonight. That's probably the move. I'm going to play Scrabble on the phone though because ain't nobody here. I'm by myself. But we definitely going, I'm going to get high and play Scrabble. Um, that's going to be fun. <laughs> um, what else? Like there's a lot of things you can do with these kids, y'all. Like I promise you. Like, you'll find something to entertain them after a while. Like, me and my daughter sat and meditated the last time she was here. Like, and she wanted to do it. Have them start a new craft. Mm-hmm. Have them start a new craft. Whether, right. like, whatever your kid has been saying they want to do for the longest time, do it. Mm-hmm. Like, if your kid's like, I want to be the next LeBron James. Okay, listen. Hit, 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 get outside. Get like a little nervous. Right, exactly. They can sit on the porch. Just I used to sit on the porch and dribble all day. Give them a ball. They can sit outside and right. dribble until their heart's content. But that's the farthest they exactly. go with the porch. But when, when they're stagnant and they're sitting still and they're bored, that's when chaos happens. Right, you got to remember, kids will become stuck crazy first. Yeah, yeah, literally. And I will also say, my, my best friend and I, we had this conversation online um, yesterday. This is a time for parents to listen to their kids and for kids to listen to their parents more. Even if you're an adult like myself, this is time for you to sit back and really hear what each other's saying. Like, my best friend and I, we were talking about 
children have emotions too. Mm-hmm. They could be going through some real stuff on the inside. And I know it's easy to just be like, oh, you're not feeling that. Go sit down. Like, just go sit down. You, you don't know what you're talking about. You'll be all right. Go lay down. Go take it down. Absolutely. I definitely agree. I feel like but it in is. Reality, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. I feel like, I, and I, I hope and pray that if y'all are home with your children right now, that you aren't neglecting them. I mean, granted, we're like day whatever into quarantine, and they probably got getting on your nerves, but I hope it's not a neglect thing right now, and I'm hoping you're taking this time to really understand and hear what your kids may be saying to you, and maybe your kids want to sit and tell you about the different friends they had in school, the different teachers. Just make sure you're paying attention, because... I know as a kid, I probably sometimes felt like nobody was really paying attention to me. Nobody was listening to me. It kind of felt like I didn't matter. Like they didn't care about me. And that's not always the case. Like Sometimes we just don't have the time. So I think now that we actually have the time to sit with our kids, to talk, to listen to what they're saying, even if they're not saying nothing, maybe they want to, you, you know what I mean? Therapists do it all the time. They let kids draw pictures. They'll draw how they feel it. Just pay attention to what's going on. How kids react to certain things, respond to certain things. It's gonna you're gonna learn a lot about your kid in this time of, of quarantine and being stuck in the house with them. Make sure you you use it to your advantage, so you know when we get back out, what your kid likes, what your kid doesn't like. Pause again. Did somebody lose connection again? And I can't hear you. Great, we're gonna exit. And now. And then we're back on FaceTime. Yeah, back to FaceTime we go. There we go. It's cool. Live was cool for a minute, but we're back on FaceTime. We're like 15, 16 minutes in. But yeah, I think it's just, it's dope to be like, like it's definitely a time to sit and understand what your kids are going through, what they may have going on. Um, it's a time to get in tune with your kids so when they get back out there number one they know what's going on they know right from wrong um, but you also know what works for your kid and what doesn't this is a time to establish some some ground rules with your kids so when they do get back out there they understand yo it's probably something I shouldn't be doing or probably something that somewhere I shouldn't be going like it's definitely time to and not just with your kids either, like family, whoever you whoever you stuck in the house with. Unless they unless y'all older and y'all already know what drive each other crazy, just stay away. Stay 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 away. Tell them leave me the fuck alone. I'm going my way. You go yours. That may be what y'all need. And if it is, keep it that way. But some of I us are also say like if you're wondering where your child gets certain habits from. Mm-hmm. Because I was watching a video from um, Darman the other day, and it was like the the boy saw his father being rude and disrespectful to the mother. So the next female friend that he saw and they were going to share a toy, he said exactly what the father, the father said, said to his wife. Mother. Yes. And the father was like, well, where did you get that from? That's yeah. not how you speak to anybody. Yeah. It's like, 
I got it from you. Honestly, I, I would hope that people are realize. I mean, I can't say that because people don't realize, but realize the the impact, the things you do at home, um, and how they like. For example, I can use myself as example. I can use my family as an example because we're crazy dysfunctional ass fucking family. Y'all heard it on the episode. So be it. With my nephew, my youngest nephew, my brother's son, whatever his dad says, he won't say. He won't repeat what his dad says. Like if my brother cusses or something. He will pluck my brother's lips. He will try to pluck his lips because that's what my brother does. Like, no, no, that's not what we do. We don't say that. Right. Now, we were at my sister's house, and my sister said something, and my nephew repeated it. Cuss word and all. And I was like, okay. Like, right. we realized it. And then I forget, something happened, and my brother was like, yo, y'all got it. Like, pay attention because he will repeat it. Right. And somebody said something, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And my nephew was short enough, like, oh, shit. And I'm like, mm. Like, you got it. Some, like, granted, we've all done it. But you just right. got to realize, like, just as easily as they can pick up on what you're saying, they can pick up on what you do. They can pick up on the way you, your energy towards somebody else or towards something else, like, and they will mimic that shit until, the, until it's correct. Right. right, exactly. Completely. They'll do it to the end. And try to, like... Even take this as a time for yourself to become a bigger and better person out of this. If there's been something that you've been saying, I'm going to do this, but I don't have time. Well, now we got all the time in the world. A lot of y'all got time. Y'all got your stimulus check. Y'all right. got y'all got some type of income where you can't go nowhere and spend no money. I mean, you got bills. Granted, right. let's pay these bills because right. they're they going to come for you. Promise you, they gonna, right. you're going to owe that money. Right. Um, but... Make sure, I mean, this is the time to build the craft. I mean, I'm. this podcast has been jumping, jumping since this fucking quarantine started. And my homies and them inspired me to put out an episode a day. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to put out an episode today. Tomorrow is Monday. We're going to put out an episode every day from Sunday to Thursday. And if I'm feeling freaky and frisky, we're going to put out one on Friday and Saturday too. And it's going to be what it's going to be because it's time to hone in on some crafts. Like, let's be honest. I'm going sh- to be honest. I'm a honestly a shy individual to an extent and I'm sensitive about my shit. So me putting out certain shit and doing certain things, it's like, mm, I don't like... Wednesday when I shared my poetry, yo, I was cringing on the inside when I published the episode because I don't share my shit. I don't... I don't like showing my face. That's the reason I made my Snapchat to be going because it helps me become more comfortable with like talking and being open with people. Like this is the time to hone in on stuff you want to do. Right. And to be able to build up the courage with yourself and do it. Like right. Exactly. Like I know for myself, I keep saying I need to get my nails done. My nails can't take this. This quarantine needs to be over. I need to get my nails done. Okay. Well Do what you do damn self. Hmm? Do what you damn self now, right? Exactly. That's literally it. So it's like, all right, Amazon Prime still delivering. Uh, let's do it. Like try to do it yourself. Mind you, you're just starting, so it's not gonna come out great like you're not right but you'll get it you'll get it right exactly you keep practicing you need your hair done try to do it yourself now i'm not saying go out here and buy some bundles and try to put them in yourself because (laughs) you don't know but try to do something with natural with your hair try to do something different something that you might have been shy to do well now you don't gotta go outside so you can do whatever you want to do with it yeah um Absolutely, this is time to hone in on y'all crafts and get some shit done 
that you, you know what I mean, that you've been wanting to do. If you've been wanting to tackle that basement, go get that fucking basement done because you ain't got nothing else to do right now. You're tired of watching the same shit on TV. If you're a male like me, you're probably tired of 2K or Madden or whatever it may be. Like, it's getting tiring. So it's time to do something else, and now's the time to hone in on it. Um, oh, my legs are sore, y'all. I'm sorry. Um... What else is there? I mean, we only only got a little bit of time left. We just going. I'm gonna shoot some some things at you, and we just gonna do some quick fire responses. Um, we'll say top three liquors of choice. <laughs> Number one is Hennessy. Oh, she like ratchet. <laughs> nah. Because for me, all I drink is brown. So it's definitely um, off top. Southern Comfort is number one for me. And if you can't drink Southern Comfort, you probably can't suit me because it's 100 proof. So, And I will drink Southern Comfort. And when, I'm ratchet. I will drink Southern Comfort like it ain't shit. So Southern Comfort, definitely some Jack, some Jack Daniels. Um, Henny don't taste like nothing but to get you lit. But if, <laughs> I mean, if anything, I'll drink. Um, do say I recently had the 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 Ciroc, but it's the brown version. They do Ciroc. Um, uh, it's like a whiskey. I didn't even know that. It's a it's a dark one. It's good. It was good. I had it for my sister's birthday. So that's top three. We already did what we did. We did our top five candies. We did top three liquors. Um, you only eat fish, so that don't really count. Um, all right, what's your top top chocolates? Yeah, Which for me. Like sometimes just, I don't want it. For me, I'm not a I'm not a chocolate fan. I really I will I have to, I can't just like buy chocolate. I have to have a taste for it in order for me to go even go get chocolate. I can't. Um, peanut chews. A lot of stuff I'm going to name is only because my mom. Like peanut chews, I used to take them from my mom all the time. Like thanks, burnt. See you. Like she'd buy a pack and I'd take a few. Like peanut chews for sure. Um. I don't eat Three Musketeers the way I used to, or uh, Milky Ways. I used to eat those a lot. Shout out to my sister. Donise put me on to Twix in high school. I'll eat them occasionally, but she used to get the PB&J Twix. Yo, those were everything. My mouth just watered, I'm not going to lie. The PB&J Twix was everything. Um, So for me, up there is is Peanut Chews. Um, My list would be Peanut Chews. Babe Ruth's not even chocolate, is it? It's peanut butter and... Wow. Babe Ruth's is the shit, though. So, but peanut juice. Um, I'm an old person at heart, so York peppermint patties slap for me. Mm, chunkies. You ever had a chunky? No. What? Chunkies are delicious. I'm gonna do five. Peanut chew, York patties, chunkies, um, Reese's. How can you not put Reese's up there? Um... Mm. Reese's slap, especially if they cold. But you, like I said, I only gotta be, I gotta be, in, have a taste for it. Um, and three musketeers. I don't know what it is about that that fluffy center, but three musketeers slap for me. 
Like, that is it for me. Um, let's do one more random question. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, let's see. Off the top of my head. If you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go and why? Right now, nowhere. Right but now. after... Without the... Without, <laughs> yeah, without the post, pandemic going post on. Post-Rona. 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 Because you can't post-rona. travel immediately after Rona. That's not smart. Right, yeah, no, no, no. You see, you got to go out in waves after Rona. Like, you got to let a few groups go out I'm first. trying to go out, like, post-Rona 2.0. Like, right. all that right. 1.0 right. shit, y'all can have that. Right. Um, but I would definitely say if I can go anywhere in the post-Rona, I don't, I wouldn't even say I would go somewhere Chapel. I would say my thing right now is just, like, going out somewhere that's quiet where you can see the stars. Right. Like, no city lights, no nothing. It's just, like... Just the stars, just the sky, right? Right. The right. blackness just, of the sky with the lights. Let's do it. Um, I don't really go nowhere, so I don't know where I would go. The stars would be nice, but, um... I want to go to a different country. Like, I'd probably go to the Netherlands. Netherlands is definitely on my list to travel. Um, if you know me, you know why. If you don't know me, you'll learn. Um, that story will come up eventually, and you'll know why I want to travel to the Netherlands, people. But Netherlands is on my list of countries to go to very soon. I'm putting it on my list. I thought list you were going to say Sweden. No, I want to go to the Netherlands. Um, I think that's about it. We had like 27 minutes. You got anything you want to plug? Anything you want to share with the people? Um, um, we know you're a busy person. You be on everybody live. <laughs> you know you got you got a few programs going on out there. So anything you want to share? First of all, y'all, she's in. Um, I don't know. You can tell people where you at. Oh, uh, so I am from New Jersey, but I have like so many different trades. It's ridiculous. Um, I advocate for so many things. I'm a body positivity advocate. I'm a special needs advocate. I am a wellness advocate. I'm a fitness instructor. I just got a whole bunch of whole bunch going on. There's um, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but I would say for anybody that is embarking on a new journey right now to embrace whatever you are going through, any struggle that you have right now, definitely embrace it and make it your own. Like you can definitely have role models. Everybody has a role model in something. But just remember that your journey is your own. Your path is your own. You can't be like your role model. You're not going to... You might have similar struggles as them, but your struggle is you. Your your circumstance is you. So just be you and go ahead with your bad self. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> trying to think if I got any plugs I want to give. Um, I definitely want to give a shout out, like I said earlier, to... Um, few church families out there. Um, Mount Sinai Baptist Church, which is in Lansdowne, PA. I want to give a big shout out to my original church home, New Hope Temple Baptist Church. Um, and uh, last but not least, a shout out to Little Rock Baptist Church in Camden, PA. Um, their pastors are Pastor, in no particular order, Pastor John Coger, Pastor Stephen Mack, oh, excuse me, and Pastor, oh, I just drew a blank. I just drew a blank. Pastor Lee Everett. There we go. All three pastors. Bam. Um, thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate it. Um, Thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll be back with, with some more fun later in the week. Yeah.
What just popped up on my phone? Y'all have a blessed day. We out. <laughs>